Hello, and welcome to the Move Better at Home podcast, where I, Laura Turner, a physical therapist and strength coach, talk about home fitness solutions to help you move easier, improve your fitness, and enhance how you move throughout your entire life. Now let's get on to the show. Hey again, it's Laura. So today we're going to talk about the first component of fitness. Uh, and uh, you can take any of the t- my top six components of fitness and really make that a priority. Um, but as far as general uh, movement fitness goes, I think mobility is probably uh, one of the top six. We're going to talk mobility first. Uh, because I, I think that's the easiest to, to understand. And I think we all understand when we feel stiff and tight um, or when something isn't moving right that we have little aches and pains. And so correcting our mobility uh, may involve getting stronger in some aspects, but knowing what we need to improve and what needs to move can really help uh, the, the journey towards uh, improving your fitness, especially at home. Uh, so mobility, what needs to move? We have bones. We have, uh, we have lots of different bones. We have 26 bones in, in each foot. Each, when a bone comes together and meets another bone, that's a joint. There, all those joints need to move in three dimensions to actually have proper mobility throughout your body. Um, that's from your foot. So we talk 26 bones in your feet. There are 33 joints in your feet. All of those move, need to move in three dimensions to be able to get good movement all the way up the chain to your head, um, along with your uh, your shin bone, your tibia, your fibula, your femur, which is your big leg bone, your pelvis, your rib cage, your spine, your neck, your head, your jaw, your shoulders, your, your humerus, your uh, elbow, your radius and ulnar, and then your hands and your wrist bones. So all of those need to move so intricately and move at just the right time and speed to be able to propel you forward to be able to walk. Uh, as Gary Ward, one of my mentors, has said and taught that you know, uh, joints act. They, they're the ones that move and the muscles will then react. So when a joint has to move in that three planes, the muscle will take it to its end point, get a stretch, and then contract to be able to then move us forward. So we need to move our bones, we need to move our joints, and they all need to move appropriately. If your shoulder gets tight and you can't reach up overhead, that might be because the actual glenohumeral humeral joint, which is where your shoulder meets your shoulder blade, is either stiffened up and tightened up, and the cartilage and the, um, the joint capsule that surrounds that might be stiff in one direction so that you can't, the, the humerus doesn't actually rotate and move in that joint to reach overhead. Or it could be that your shoulder blade is moving too fast or too slow and kind of jamming up how that moves. Um, so looking at you know your, the bones, the joints, and looking at how they move isolated as well as together when you're walking is important. And then the muscles control how that uh, to move us forward. Um, so they all have to move at just the right time and speed also. Uh, along with, you know, some muscles attach um, at a tendon, uh, and 
the tendon might get tight and restricted, but because the muscle isn't moving uh, enough or, or is moving too much, um, and then that can rebound and tighten up a little bit more, so that restricts mobility a little bit more. Uh, if you have uh, cartilage, that's a cushion between the joints. And so if it kind of, you know, the knee cartilage tends to get, uh, experience a lot of wear and tear, and if there's some irritation in the cartilage or an injury in the cartilage, it may create a different sensation so that you have less mobility and then creates a little bit more pain sensation, and that will stop some mobility. So then our knee stiffens up, our muscles get tighter, our tendons get tighter, the joint gets more stiff, and then we have symptoms of arthritis and and such. So creating better mobility throughout our body is super important to uh, allowing us to continue to move so that, you know, if you don't have a proper knee flexion, you can't get up and down from the floor and you can't get up and down the stairs. Uh, the knee is directly between the hip and the ankle. So again, we need that three dimensions of three directions of movement between the ankle and the hip to allow the knee to move normally so intricate and uh, it's really a minute motion that needs to happen or not happen to be able to create quality mobility. Along with bones, joints, and muscles, we have fascia. Fascia goes from head to toe throughout our body. It goes in and out of our organs and it's, kind of, it's known as the supporting structure of our body. It's about the consistency of a cotton candy or a spider web. Um, and it's, but it's really strong, like it's strong like a spider web, and then it can hold everything together. Um, it doesn't have true contractile uh, function, but it will stretch and move and come back to, to space. So it doesn't help to propel us, but it supports us as we move, and it has to be able to move enough and efficiently to allow the joints and the bones and the muscles to continue to, to uh, move optimally. And then we've got to look at our vascular system. That it can absolutely affect what mobility is happening through our body. So the vascular system is your blood, your arteries, your veins, and your lymphatic system. Uh, we have our bodies are comprised mostly of water, and if the water is not pumping efficiently throughout, you might get junked up. So if you ever have sprained an ankle and you know, it gets better and you start to get some mobility back, but you still have that lingering little pocket of swelling around the ankle. And that's going to limit what some of the mobility is in through the joint. Same at the knee or the hip. Those are big lymphatic drainage points. Um, or if you had a mastectomy at your shoulder, uh, you might have some, some congestion that's just not pumping out and that's going to limit your, your mobility. And looking at improving that and decreasing some of that uh, what we call swelling or, you know, that, that junked up sensation, getting that to improve will help to keep you moving better and keep your range of motion easier. There's a lot of ways to uh, improve mobility. In the clinic, I might do hands-on by doing some massage or I might do some joint mobilizations. Um, if you're, you know, if you went to a chiropractor, joint mobilizations and different mobility techniques, um, same with a massage therapist. When they're looking to get the fluid moving, um, we can do some lymph drainage to help get some body uh, pump going. Uh, so manual work can help to increase mobility. Exercise can help increase mobility. 
generally we think when we have stiff muscles, um, we think that we need to just do some stretching. Um, I absolutely think that, you know, prolonged stretching and uh, yoga has its place, but I think it's important beyond just the static stretch to look at how is the muscle actually contracting and relaxing. Is something tight because it's holding on and guarding for something else that's not doing its job? Or is it uh, over, is it underworking and just, you know, it has no other choice but kind of hang on by its pinky to uh, hold on so that it doesn't let go? Um, that doesn't you know, generally happen in your body, but uh, you can, your muscles can be long and tight or short and tight. And knowing when is what, whether you should stretch or whether you should actually strengthen and, and shorten a muscle um, to improve the mobility is important. Generally, I, re- I recommend that if you're going to do some stretch of one muscle, do some activation and some strengthening of the opposite muscle. So if, you know, we, uh, it's very common in females to say, oh, my hamstrings are so tight, or in males actually, in males, <laughs> hamstrings are so tight, but maybe they're tight because their core needs to get stronger. Maybe they're tight because their quads need to get stronger. Um, so doing some exercises to activate and strengthen after we've done some mobility work, whether it's joint mobilizations or stretching, can really help to improve overall mobility. Looking at getting uh, our bones and our joints moving more efficiently, uh, just taking a, a movement practice and you know, m- moving, uh, shifting our weight side to side, rotating our body, moving forward and back, um, you know, encouraging normal movement to, uh, to take our body through its full range of motion is important. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways that we can do that uh, by standing weight shifting or, uh, through anatomy of motion, I use, you know, wedges and, uh, help promote either bringing the ground up to you to let your body experience what normal motion feels like or improving and encouraging missing motion to again, help experience what normal motion feels like. Just getting in and cranking on the body doesn't help to improve mobility. And stretch, stretch, stretch every day. I stretch every day, but it's still tight. Probably means that there needs to be something else looked at to improve that mobility. Keeping ourselves mobile is important in in helping us to be able to breathe better, to be able to stand up taller, prevent pain in our backs and our necks and our shoulders. Um, and it allows our, our muscles to go through their normal length tension relationship to allow us to have a, a, a better uh, workload relationship and be able to do what we need to do. For instance, uh, if I have a hard time reaching overhead, if I can align my spine and uh, take my pelvis through some better mobility, that might allow me to get my shoulder blades stacked where they need to be and get the muscles set up so that the joints are set up in the right position to allow my muscles to get set up in the right position to then allow me to really get that full reach overhead. Getting in and loading a limited mobility joint or, or muscle uh, is uh, can be tricky and may set up for risk of injury. You know, if you're, if you can't quite touch your toes and you're compensating either with your spine or you have to bend your knees, going to pick up a heavy weight off the ground 
may not be the wisest thing for you. So learning how to improve that mobility, whether it's your joints, your bones, your muscles, your fascia, the vascular system, and creating better movement in there to get there gradually and then lifting the weight will help to make it safer for you. Uh, you may be limited in being able to touch your toes again because your, your core needs to get stronger. So instead of working on a, you know, picking up something heavy from the ground, you might work on you know, getting your breath and your pelvic floor and your core muscles, your deep core muscles functioning properly so that they can be stable and your hamstrings aren't going to pull as much when you bend forward or your back isn't going to compensate and pull as much when you go to pick up that paper clip or that five-gallon jug of water off the floor. So that's one reason I think that mobility is uh, a key component of fitness. And um, I encourage you know general mobility exercises on a daily basis as a warm-up before you work out. Easy enough to do on whether you're standing or on the... Like, I like to start with my workouts lying on the floor and then get down to hands and knees, then maybe up onto my knees, and then come up into standing. And working on a quick mobility drill in each of those positions allows my whole body to kind of function and get warmed up before a workout. I also do it before I run, uh, before I bike ride. In the morning, you know, as I get... It happens throughout life that water gets reabsorbed into our spine when we sleep. So in the morning, it's normal to wake up and be a little bit more stiff because the water has to kind of pump out to the different joints to help make us feel better. But there are things that we can do to help decrease that stiffness first thing in the morning by just doing some easy mobility work, you know, taking, exploring some motion, taking your body through different planes, you know, bending forward and backwards, side to side and turning in whatever range of motion feels good can help to just get the body moving a little bit more, encourage the joints to move a little bit more, and can decrease some strain throughout our body. So working here mobility through the day, if you've been sitting a lot, getting up, changing position, uh, walking, taking a walk, uh, just moving your feet up and down can help the circulation. Uh, and uh, you know, one thing I talk about all the time, if we're driving and we stop to get gas or we stop to go to use a restroom do a little bit of mobility work as you get out of that car it will help your hip flexors to not be as tight by moving your feet and your hips um, and your pelvis so changing position and moving it and just exploring that motion that feels good can really do a world of good at keeping us moving well and uh, feeling good i hope that was helpful for today if you have any questions definitely send me an email or uh uh, reach out and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Move Better at Home podcast. If you're having difficulty managing your health and fitness at home and want to learn more, then follow the link below to download my free guide to health and fitness and take the first step in helping you to achieve your health and fitness goals at home. Have a great day.